Hello, I'm Wilson Casado, husband, father, business owner, angel investor, entrepreneur. And above all, I'm passionate about innovation, education and diversity. I believe that we need diversity for a more innovative future. Welcome to Changing the Game. Join me as I explore the need for diversity and education for a future we can all get excited about. I'll be diving deep into conversations that will give meaning and real-life examples of why diversity is good business for all of us and why we need to start now. I'll be joined by a host of amazing people who have first-hand experience of these in action and will inspire you to do the same. We will be looking at innovations that solve real-world challenges and investigating those that create new problems instead of solving them, so we can learn from the good and the bad. This show is for anyone who wants to change the game. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with Tracy Clark. Tracy, Tracy is an entrepreneur, a board member, advisor, investment professional with extensive experience in business strategy, investment management, financial services, and company accounting. Trace herself is an entrepreneur, has, uh, has had two successful business in the financial services and has a passion to support other entrepreneurs. So she's very close to both angels and scale investors these days. Tracy, welcome. Hi, Wilson. How's it going? Yeah, all good. So welcome to Changing the Game. So what about if we start today uh, with a traditional question is, uh, as Tracy, can you let us know a little bit more about Tracy? Who is Tracy? Sure. So um, I, was, I come from Perth. I was born in Perth. Um, and when I was about seven or eight years old, um, I moved over to New Zealand and spent the next 10 years uh, growing up there. Um, absolutely beautiful place to grow up. Um, I um, came back to Perth uh, when I was about 18, uh, went to uni, um, studied accounting and business law um, and moved into a accounting roles at uh, uh, the Hyatt Hotel and then a core Asia Pacific group. Um, then I went moved over to the fishing industry actually and spent another six years in accounting um, at the MG Kalis group, uh, which was um, good fun. Um, but I also realised that I wasn't really loving accounting, um, that, you know, investing was really, it was something I've always done on the side. And it was something I was very passionate about. So I wanted to try and align uh, the work I was doing with, you know, my love for investing. So I went to Macquarie Bank, did a stint there in their private banking division, um, and then went to a boutique financial planning firm and then went out on my own. So, and then for, you know, the last 20 years, I've been uh, working for myself and in that time I've I sort of built and sold um, two financial planning businesses so and now um, you know I do a lot as you said in the startup community um, I've got a portfolio of about 17 early stage companies um, which is um, a lot of fun I love mentoring and um, helping those companies um, you know build build themselves so um, I'm also vice chair of the Perth Investment Angels and I'm on probably about four other boards yeah that's very nice. So I'll, 
I was uh, talking to someone today talking about how busy I am. So I, I think I'm not. So, <laughs> always, always uh, <laughs> yeah, Tracy, you talk about the start of your career in the accounting uh, profession and one of the traditional professions. So is that something you always wanted to do? It was part of what you, you know, thinking when you, when you were young? Yeah, look, I, it was interesting. So, so probably a very early influence was um, one of my aunties in New Zealand. I mean, it, I grew up in a small farming community. So, you know, financial world wasn't really, you know, um, obvious and, and around at the time or wasn't an influence. And um, I used to spend weekends at one of my aunties' homes that um, she had, they had a farm and um, she would be going through stock prices on the newspaper and, uh, you know, I got quite curious and she went through and sort of um, taught me a bit about the stock market and, and, and what that was all about. And I just remember always being really interested in that and thinking as soon as I can, you know, this, that's kind of what I want to get involved with and what I want to do. So, it, you know, I sort of th thought that accounting, you know, was sort of a pathway into that um, sort of not knowing um, really exactly where I was going to end up. But, yeah, um, I, I guess that it was that initial interest in in sort of investing in shares and things that, that got me into that sort of the financial side and in, into accounting. So that's 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 quite interesting because uh, here changing the game, we normally uh, talk about the role of other people that influ influences, you know, us. So I have heard from other people that, you know, some of the pivotal moments for people are when those other, uh, you know, outside influences come and have a chat, sometimes a mentor, sometimes a family member. Mm. And we also talk about diversity. It's very interesting that is, it was your auntie. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I wonder some time ago, so, you know, coming and talk with you about, you know, investing in share mark, mm. market, in a farm in New Zealand. That's quite interesting. I know. I, I guess it is. And I, I think, um, you know, farmers tended to have um, investments or have some ownership of um, some of the dairy companies around um, their area. So I think that's that's kind of how that started. And, um, yeah, my, my auntie's a very switched-on lady as well. So, um, yeah, she, I think that grew from there for her. But, um yeah, it, it's, it is interesting. It is unusual, I think, from that environment. And so, um, yeah, so that was a great influence for me. But also when I moved back to Australia, I had a family friend who, um, one of my parents' friends who was a financial advisor and uh, I'd worked all these part-time jobs and I think I'd saved up about $10,000 and I said, what can I do with it? And so he then helped me go through the process of buying an um, investment property when I was 18. So, so that was great. Um, and, and I think it, it, ha it has been really important to have those sort of people who will take the time to guide you and, and um, you know, teach you about these things. Otherwise, you know, um, it's not, not necessarily easy to do it on your own. So, yeah, so I've had those, those two influences, I think, that really gave me a good start in that, in that respect. Very nice. Very nice. So in, in the conversations that I'm having with other people, there is a big... Uh, recognition of of the privileges we have and mm. and sometimes we don't know where these people come from isn't it it's just a privilege to have them in our journey yeah. uh you you mentioned then that you start your career uh in, in a corporate career in accounting jobs and one firm here one firm there 
uh, but but someone some something was actually uh, driving you to 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 do your own stuff. Mm. So, do you remember of uh, when that actually become more reality when you knew you you know instead of uh, being a, a corporate employee to become an entrepreneur? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it was for me, um, I had sort of, I guess, the unfortunate situation where I started working at a boutique planning firm and um, they had put an offer on the table for me to um, be a partner. And that was probably only a couple of weeks from going through and um, I felt pregnant unexpectedly. But at the same time, I also had everything mapped out. I had very um, enthusiastic grandparents who were very keen to um, jump on board and, and help out. So I had everything planned and I had said, look, this has happened, but, you know, um, I can be back on board in six to eight weeks. And they they pulled the offer off the table, um, pretty much saying that, uh, you know, they weren't sure if I'd be able to cope. So <laughs> you don't tell me that. <laughs> so that was wow. kind of the push I needed, you know, to go, right, guys, I'm out of here. Um, I'm going to start my own thing. So, um, yeah, it's um, in some ways it was actually, you know, a, a good thing that, you know, um, I, I sort of had that push to go and, and say, well, you know, and I started my business um, when my son was only six to eight weeks. So I guess um, probably should have given myself some more time, but I, at the same time, I felt like I had something to prove. So, <laughs> That's incredible. So what what I'm hearing is you got a offer to become a partner mm. in an accounting firm or in a business firm. Yeah. And Fun then it. they actually pull that mm. offer out because you're expecting your baby. Yes, that's right. Wow. So, and and you know, we talk about these things these days that you know, these days these seem to be still reality, but it's mm. subtle, right? So mm. It looks like the experience with you was quite blunt in your face, like very much so. uh, almost like uh, there is this is not a job for a mum. Yeah, in a way, or you know, I, I sort of I, I don't understand how my capacity could be diminished. Like you know, it, it's interesting because I then went and did, and clearly it wasn't because I went off and did the same job, but had the added stresses of I guess of running my own business. So. Um, yeah, you know, it had no impact on my ability to do the job, but I guess it was just a perception. So it was, um, it was disappointing. Um, and, and I certainly so, hope that that's changed. <laughs> so and that might be one of those moments that, that, we, that we call serendipity, isn't it? It's exactly the push you need. That's where your entrepreneurial life started. Yeah, very that, nice. That's, that's very nice. So uh, I think... Uh, I know you uh, in more recent years, uh, you more as an investor than an entrepreneur. Mm. You did mention that you uh, you have a you know, seventeen companies in the portfolio yeah, of, of companies you manage. That not, that's nice for for everyone that is listening. That's a, a good example of what we call uh, you know the theory of portfolio. So you invest in different companies to be able to diversify. Uh, Tracy, do you do you have uh, any particular criteria when you're looking for companies that are uh, needing an investor and, and looking for help? Do you have any specific criteria in terms of how you choose where to invest? Yeah, so I, I think 
one of the main things I look for, you know, which is fairly obvious is, um, do I think they've got a product that customers want, <laughs> you know, um, and, uh, you know, whether there's a market for it, um, whether people are willing to, customers are willing to pay for it. Um, so, you know, some market and customer validation. Um, then I think, secondly, it's around the team, you know, who are, are these people passionate? Do they, um, have they got um, a pathway to market? Do they understand, you know, how, how they're going to get this product to market, um, how to run a business? Um, and, and if they are lacking skills, have, do they have the awareness that, um, of the skills they're missing and that they can bring in? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things, but the team is really important. Um, you want a team that's um, coherent, uh, sorry, cohesive and will work together well. Um, open to mentoring. Um, yeah, so there's a few things there. But So it's, it's interesting that I have been hearing that a lot, that when we talk about uh, innovation in startups and this ecosystem, so there is even a exaggeration that people say that, uh, you know, the founders are the most important thing and, and you know, as most, sometimes more important than the idea itself. Because if yeah. they are the right founders, they may fail once in one idea, but they will mm. go for a next idea. Yeah. And that's that's a bit of uh, what we'd be hearing in, in, in that sort of market. Mm. Uh, Tracy, you might have stories of uh, startups or your own experiences that didn't work out. Mm. Uh, can you... Remember, you know, as one of one startup or one experience where you know trying to change, change things, change the world, but didn't didn't work out well, and maybe some of the key reasons for that. Yeah, um, I certainly do. So there's there's one in particular. Um, to be honest, I haven't had too many that have fallen over. Um, uh, perhaps it's a bit early, but uh, you know, uh, we. So the first one. Um, had a really dynamic founder. The business was growing very fast. Um, she um, took on capital of about a million dollars um, quite quickly. You know, it was people were very enthusiastic about the business. Um, I think what happened is they tried to expand a bit too fast. Um, there was founder burnout. Like I think she was doing too much because um, it can be pretty exhausting. Um, yep. you know, being a founder. Um, and so really, I think, you know, there was a case of founder burnout. Um, some of the, the ideas that they had when applying the capital didn't turn out as expected, um, which was unfortunate. And so the business, but what was interesting is because it, we invested via an angel group, we were able to get a group of angels together to work out, okay, what can we do to help? And so we um, put together, we, we got a new CEO in and got the business into a position where we could then, um, we sold it, I, you know, we sold it at a much lower value, but, the, but essentially the business is still alive. So that's probably, um, you know, a really good, a good way of sort of showing how, having the right investors also can and investing with a group can also be quite helpful in those situations. Um, I find that um, founders 
quite often go very quiet when things, you know, aren't going well and they, you know, they don't give you the updates that they used to be giving and things like that. And that always worries me a little bit because you know that they're probably under stress and um, don't want to tell you bad news, but it's exactly that time when they should be reaching out because, you know, their investors have a massive network and, you know, have the resources to be able to potentially pull you out of it or, or help out. So, yeah, I think that that's probably the, the best example that I've had. Um, I've had, we've had another one who's about to go through a sale um, and, and probably at the price that we invested in. So, I mean, I wouldn't call that a success or a failure, I guess, but um, yeah, they're probably the only two out of the, the 17, I guess that, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting you saying that there are a couple of things that you mentioned that, that are quite uh, uh, particularly relevant for me where you talk about burnout. Mm. And the other day I shared a story about my own burnout when I you know, founded a company and, and had a goal and, and you know, very nice growth, but it got to a point where working 20 hours a day wasn't you know, taking myself anywhere. Uh, better mm. and and interesting you mentioned in the role of the uh, the, the investors in particularly you know angel investors that are more uh, close to the business and more interested in the business that you know they have the capabilities and the capacity to to, to come along and give a hand mm. so you know, that's that's very good mm. so you did mention uh, you did mention the word she so oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How, how is, uh, what have you seen? Because one, one of the things we're interested in, in the diversity sort of area as well. So how, how much have you seen in your portfolio, even in the companies that you're seeing around, mm -hmm. uh, the number of uh, female founders or diverse founders coming along? Yeah, I think because it's of particular interest to me, um, and I'm also a member of Scale Investors um, in Melbourne who invest well, only in female founders. Um, you know, it's a particular area of interest. So, so is, is Scale Investor is, is an angel investing yes. group that only invests in female founders? Correct, yeah. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I guess, you know, probably more than 50% of my portfolio would be female founders which is, you know, probably unusual. Um, and I think Perth Angels as well um, have done very well in terms of investing in female founders. I know that we've done, uh, I think it was last year that we did 50-50 did um, male-female, which is great. Um, and But I think that the stats around the rest of the country aren't quite as good as that um, generally. But, um, yeah, no, I think... Yeah, for, for me, because it's a focus of mine, I find that, yeah, I've got quite a high ratio of female founders. And they happen to be, I think, out of my top five investments, four of them are, yeah, are female founders that are going, you know, doing fantastic things. So, um, yeah, very successful. So how you see if, we, if part of the audience of this talk uh, are young girls that are looking for uh, to, to be to be entrepreneur, to innovate, to do you know to 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 go in this journey of changing the game. Mm. So, do would you have any particular advice or suggestion or 
uh, or something that could help them in the journey? Yeah, I think one of the great things is that there are so many more resources available out there now. There's some really good um, um, accelerator programs, incubators uh, where you can go apply um, and start to develop some ideas uh, within those programs and, and then often get financial support as well. So um, I know there's also been some government grants um, that have been great uh, supporting um, female um, businesses. So, you know, there's, there is a lot more resources out there now. So I would say, you know, if you've got an idea that you want to start to develop um, and you're not sure exactly how to go about it, I would would look at, um, you know, joining one of those incubators. Uh, the other thing is as well is just start to maybe go to some more um, seminars and things within the startup community because there, there's a lot of, you know, every, every week there's a there's a couple of um, events on around um, starting starting companies and um, and so on. So, you know, start to get involved in the startup community. Um, sign into a, an accelerator program. See if the, you can get a mentor as well, someone who's who's done it before. Um, and because uh, you'll you'll find that a lot of people who are in the startup community, they they're all there to help. Generally. Um, very very helpful um and and you know and a lot of them are there to to you know encourage new ideas and and um you know new businesses coming through so um there's, there's usually a, a lot of support there and don't be afraid just have courage what have you got to lose <laughs> give it a go so i think courage is something that you did have <laughs> so uh tracy what would you say for the younger tracy would you do anything different? Uh, would I do anything different? Probably, probably not. Um, I think I've been quite happy with how things have, you know, turned out. And I certainly enjoy what I'm doing now. So, um, and that's all been a pathway to that. So, um, yeah, no, I think um, I wouldn't be doing too, too much differently. I think accounting has given me a very good background um, and so, so is um, financial services as well, um, particularly in one thing you've got to be very careful of in this um, investing in this sector is, is making sure you understand the benefit of diversification and not putting too much um, of your funds into startups because they are very illiquid, very risky. Um, so really, you, you kind of have to have some, some rules around that. I, I do often break those rules, but um, I try. <laughs> very nice. And, and what about the future? What, what, what are you focusing now? What are you interested in, you know, going to keep investing? So uh, how that looks like? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually working on a, on a few things. Um, one is a, a venture capital fund um, that uh, I think would do really well. Um, also, I've started to move a little bit more into, into film production, which is... Um, which has been interesting. So I've got a couple of little projects there. Um, but again, it's really, you know, every day I spend time mentoring um, uh, founders and, and that's what I, I think I really enjoy, just spending time with them, helping them through some of those, those um, issues that they have, um, yeah, and helping just to encourage them to, to keep going. So, yeah, I think um, while I've got a few projects um, moving forward, I think, you know, um, investing and um, mentoring will be one of those things that, um, you know, I'll just keep continuing to do. 
Very nice. Uh, good to hear and, and, and good luck with those. So, uh, Tracy, if someone want to reach out, so do you have a LinkedIn profile to have a way of people to be able to contact you? I do have a LinkedIn profile. It's a bit limited um, and I um, do try to check it, but it's, uh, yeah, uh, but you can contact me through that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, uh, Thank you. It might well, take a little while. <laughs> so look, uh, I'm, 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 I, I love your story. So we're talking about changing the game. We talk about innovation, talk about education, talking about diversity. So, and, and, and he kind of, uh, you know, he embodies that. So he, uh, you, you talk to us about, you know, your upbringing, uh, awesome story about your auntie putting yourself into finance, uh, and, uh, you know, unexpected, I guess, in, in the or untraditional, I would say. So then you're, then you're facing, uh, you know, as a professional challenges with, you know, versus motherhood and, and being challenged, whether that was for you or not. And, uh, and, and, and you prove to be courageous and, you know, take the, take the avenue to actually prove them wrong, I guess, and uh, give, give you uh, sort of a little bit of serendipity there, giving you that sort of extra, extra motivation for you to go there and, and, and prove you could do it. That's a very nice story. So uh, I appreciate, thank you very much for sharing those stories with us. And and now look, I, I, I hope that we continue to work together and, and, and be together in changing the game. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Wilson. Appreciate the time. No worries. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. See ya.